Today, the 24th of February 2022, is a big day in history. The big news right now is that Russia has invaded Ukraine, which may have long-standing effects on the whole geopolitical situation of the world. What should our attitude as aspiring devotees of Krishna, members of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, what should our attitude be? Should we side with the USA in the English medium press? It's, yeah, USA is right. Should we side with USA and its allies or factotums or client states or vassal states or whatever you want to call it? Or should we side with Russia versus the USA? I'm going to suggest that we should be neutral as far as possible. Don't get involved. Don't involve our minds in it. It might be hard if you are in the Ukraine, as there are many very good devotees of Krishna in Ukraine, and we're concerned for them. We're concerned for all the people in Ukraine. We're concerned for all the living beings in Ukraine and in a whole universe. But in general, we should be detached knowing that everything in this world comes and goes. And this is the way of the world, samsara dava nala. This material world is like a blazing fire. Sometimes we think, I'll go to the forest, it'll be very peaceful, but sometimes the forest, with no known reason, just starts to blaze and then it becomes very fearsome. So in the same way, sometimes we think that this material world it's very nice. Ah, it used to be thought, this is going back quite a long way in recent history, that Lebanon was such a nice country. Nice climate, nice people, and nice ambience and atmosphere, but who wants to live there now? <laughs> for many, for many decades now, it's been a very disturbed place. History, if we see the history of the world, it's the history of the world is punctuated by one people fighting with another people. It goes on and on and on. These things come and go. I'm going to read an excerpt of a translation of a magazine going back to the 19th century, written in Bengali. The, well, first of all, I'll just discuss some, I'll just mention some of the topics that were being discussed there. The topic was the ongoing <clears throat> rivalry, and it's, it's particularly stated in the translation, battle between Britain and Russia. And what do we have today, 24th of February, 2022? Britain and Russia disagreeing, lining up their, rattling their sabers against each other. Now the, the mantle of world dominance or bullying or whatever you want to call it has fallen to America, but it's the same thing. It's Brit, Britain versus Russia. The demarcation of Afghanistan's border 
We don't even know anything about. That was a big issue at the time, and actually, it did, did, and up to the present day, if anyone wants to study the geopolitics, has had tremendous ramifications on the whole way of life in that area. And the 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 other main issue in the news at that time, at the time of this being written, was the qualification or incompetence of the governor generals. Talking about the governor generals of uh, the of the British Raj ruling India, are they competent or incompetent? <coughs> and we have the same thing today. Those who keep up with the news will. Uh, <clears throat> Know that generally, whether you like him or not, the political leader of Russia is considered competent at what he's doing, whereas the competence of the present prime minister and the present and the previous president of the United States of America is very much called into question. But that's not what I want to get into. I just want to see. It was such a big issue at the time, the battle between Britain and Russia. Who even knows? Maybe you can go and look it up on the internet. What was that battle between Britain and Russia? We don't know anything about it. And what do we care in the late 19th century, the demarcation of Afghanistan's border? What do we care about it now? What do we know about it? The qualification or incompetence of the governor generals? We don't even know what the... We don't even know what the post of the governor general entails. It's past history. Guess what? 24th of February, 2022, it's going to be past history. And in the lens of time, it's, we'll, we can look back on it and maybe some professional historians who someone pays them for delving into all these things. They will know and they will discuss among themselves about the Durand line in Afghanistan and this. And for the average person, what are they? They're interested in drinking beer or maybe vodka and uh, getting on with life. And what the hell do they care about what happened? It's all just past history. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to read that uh, extract. I, I'm... It's from a magazine that was published in Sajana Toshani mag magazine. The author was Kedar Nadata Bhaktivino Thakur, who is known very well to members of the International Society for Christian Consciousness, I hope. So he wrote, I am a poor Vaishnava. I have no interest in big, big mundane topics such as the battle between Britain and Russia the demarcation of Afghanistan's border, and the qualification or incompetence of the governor-generals. I do not need to waste my time in this way. So even at the time, right when it was happening, when it was hot news, of course we didn't have instant news as we have nowadays. It would take news a few days to reach from... <clears throat> Afghanistan to India uh, and reach in the newspapers. And, but he says, I do not need to waste my time in this way. My only duty to, is to award spiritual benefit to the Indians, particularly the, particularly the Bengalis. Now, of course, Bhaktivinoda Thakur was interested in spiritual benefit of all the world, but as he happened to be 
In India and in Bengal, he took that as Prabhudatta Desh, that my particular focus is on the people that I can actually influence. I'm just uh, trying to touch an undercurrent here that what's the point of me worrying about what, what happens in Afghanistan when there's nothing I can do about it, realistically, uh, in, in practical, immediate terms. So let me try to do something for the Indians and especially the Bengalis. While carrying out that duty, whatever topics I need to discuss, I must do it. I do not have any special connection with mundane newspapers. Still, to see how much the hearts of the Indians are turning toward devotional service to Krishna, I read almost all the newspapers. When I read some articles regarding the fight between the British and the Bengalis in those newspapers, I feel hurt in my heart. So, I, there we go. Just some advice to remain neutral. But, but... They're demons. We must oppose them. Which, which side am I talking from here? Am I talking from the American side or the Russian side? Each side points the finger of fault at the other side. Each side says the other side is demons. And in this way we get factions. And even among devotees, I see devotees, especially in the USA, are highly politicized there are few who are pro-Republican and most, according to what I can observe, are pro-democratic and both very strongly hold their opinions and their mind is not even an opinion, it's just a fact. It's not anything you can discuss with them because they're so Republican, Democrat, but why should we get so involved taking sides and then just like in this Ukraine conflict, are we going to be watching the news every moment and what, what's going on, what's the latest development? This one is good, that one's bad, the goodies and the baddies. What does Chaitanya Mahaprabhu say about this? Dvete bhadra bhadra gyan shab monodharma e bhalo e manda e shab brahm. This is a world of duality. This word dvite, this one word he, here quoted from Chaitanya Charitamrita has such a deep import. <clears throat> Just like in Bhagavad Gita, so much of Lord Krishna's instruction is to go beyond dualities. Dvite means dual. Dvaita means duality and dvite in this context means this very world which is full of dualities. So we have statements in Bhagavad, many statements discussing raga, dvesha, attachment and aversion. I like this. I don't like that. This is good. This is bad. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says that to judge in this way in material terms is simply the business of the mind. This is good. This is bad. To think like that, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, says, is a mistake. Similarly, we find Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami discussing about how he has written Chaitanya Charitamrita. There, there must have been so many different people giving their opinions about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and everything about him. 
that Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami wrote, if I become involved in someone's likes and dislikes, I cannot possibly write the simple truth. If we're trying to please different people or we have a particular mindset, materially attached, materially influenced, then we cannot possibly be on the platform of the actual truth, which is beyond all the oscillations of this material world. This country invades that country. This person says something to that. It goes on and on and on. Krishna is the supreme absolute truth, eternally. By continuously performing his pastimes, Krishna conquers over everything in the material world. Unless we want to turn our backs, live in the darkness, maya hoi ondhaka, <laughs> so don't be in the darkness of ignorance. And another point, what difference does it, we want to take sides politically or what does it mean? You know, we, the members of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, we're in America, some scattered individuals. What does it matter what we think or vote? It's not that the politicians are worrying what the members of, what the Hare Krishna devotees think. We're not a... We're nothing like a major constituency. People don't, don't even know anything about us. Better go on the streets and chant Hare Krishna. At least people know we're there. <laughs> even if they think, whatever they may think. Mostly people seem to like it. But whatever they may think, at least they know we're there. If we're sitting at home keep, keeping up with the latest news of the Russians invading Ukraine or what the American president says, how does that help anyone? Including ourselves. It doesn't even help ourselves want to speak of anyone else we have the highest knowledge that we need to cultivate and share that and if we identify with this group or that group i'm i'm republican i'm a republican hari krishna no i'm a real hari krishna must be a democrat well the, a major problem about this is that well one thing is we may think well we'll support the democrats they're better for us they're into civil rights and all that kind of thing but we can't, we can't, uh, we can't depend on them that they're going to help. We may support them, but after all, they're politicians, this group or that group. There's no guarantee that they'll help us or support us later. And another major problem is, is if we come out openly in support of one political group, then we cut ourselves off from being able to preach to the others, those on the other side. And it can be a big problem if those on the other side come into power and they know that we are against them. Because to be on the side, one side of the political equation means you're opposed to those on the other side. And one side, just like in the Russia versus Ukraine clash, I don't want to call it a clash, Probably Russia will just walk in. It's a much more powerful country in every way. But in all these clashes, one side sees the other as wrong, and the other side sees the other side as wrong, and there's wrong on both sides. And it's especially something like the, the Russia versus Ukraine, it's very complex, long history. 
recent history, and then Britain and nowadays America, they get involved against Russia because they have this like almost a pathological need to hate Russia or whatever, the Russia and Britain. For whatever reason, they've been at each other's throats for centuries now. Uh, ultimately, we can say, you know, well, Ukraine, I don't know actually why the British and the Americans, I don't think they care about the Ukrainian people. Who cares? I don't, even their own leaders and politicians don't care about their people. <laughs> Ultimately, it's all about power and money and prestige and influence. There's a lot of hypocrisy talking about uh, human rights and never... There's so much hypocrisy in the name of human rights. Human rights, we talk about human rights when it's convenient for us, and when it's not convenient, we, we just clandestinely, or we don't make a big noise about it, we sell weapons to regimes that don't uphold human rights, that are not democratic, so that they can go and kill the civilians of another country. But anyway, yeah. Uh, next topic. <laughs> we don't talk about a lot of hypocrisy and then all these goodies versus baddies. We're the Americans. Oops, sorry, I shouldn't say that. I don't want to take sides here. But there is this idea that we're upholding human rights and national sovereignty sometimes. <laughs> goodies versus baddies. We're the good guys. Those Russians are the bad guys. Or those Americans are the bad guys. But... Who's good and who's bad? In this material world, everyone has their own personal motivation. Another thing that devotees are very much polarized about and another thing which will get forgotten in course of history, as everything pretty much is forgotten, is this vaccination business. I've, I've had, well, at least one GBC was poking me that you have to speak out to promote vaccination. And then I had a whole bunch egging me on. No, you have to come out against vaccination. But uh, some devotees are like completely, their whole attention is the anti-vaccination thing. Why get into it so much? <laughs> From my side, I say, if you don't promote vaccination, then you're very bad. And if you don't promote anti-vaccination, you're very bad. But again, why get into it so much that it, it just occupies our attention? Okay, take it, not take it. You know, it's all a big plot. Maybe, maybe it's all a big plot. But even if it is, it's not the only evil in the world. It's People are arguing and fighting about so many things, it seems to me, and I may be misinformed because there's lots of contrary so-called facts and information about everything out there in the world today, but it seems to me that the most pressing issue facing the whole world is environmental destruction and the consequences that's going to have, and according to the scientists that can can uh, destroy life on this planet. There are, there are so many issues. The growing inequality gap. 
There's one issue which no one's talking about is the killing of millions of animals going on all over daily. There are so many issues. Why get into one issue in particular? This India, sorry, this Russia-Ukraine thing, it's a big thing now. But if, which is probably unlikely, the whole thing just smelters on for for a long time, then you, you, you won't. People get uninterested. Just like the Russia-Afghanistan thing, when Russia invaded, sorry, USSR invaded Afghanistan. A big thing in the news for days, but then there's nothing much to... Just the same old thing, Russians fighting against Afghani and Pashtun and Kafirs and all different kinds of people in Afghanistan. And it gets kind of boring. So people are they're more interested. What's what's the latest cricket match or what's the latest tennis match or what's the latest movie and what's the latest movie star having an operation to lift up the wrinkles from her face. Daily, <laughs> there's been war going on on the India-Pakistan border, but it's like perpetual fighting, but we don't hear much about it because it's, from the news point of view, it's kind of boring. You know, three people got killed today, seven killed today. It's just the same old thing, you know, so it gets boring. So it's a big, it's a big boon for the news people that they have something wow something really really to talk about you know the ruskies have invaded and yeah something to talk about to divert our attention well that's the problem it diverts our attention we're always looking for something to divert our attention for us sitting comfortably wherever we may be sitting as long as we're not in ukraine uh it's like a kind of entertainment. We watch movies of wars. It's, it's more interesting. Or we play war games on computers. It's, it's kind of interesting, isn't it, to watch the news and say, oh, you see, oh, very bad. They killed so many people. I'll probably be scorned for this talk. That saying, oh, you shouldn't talk like this. You, should, you must support this side. The other side is... I'll tell you, tell you, true story. You don't have to believe it because there's a lot of false facts. What do they call them? Fake true, fake facts or something. Uh, false news. Fake news, that's what they call it. Anyway, years ago in Mayapur, I happened to overhear one of the most respected devotees of our movement at that time was highly respected as being very philosophical. Uh, this was just the time when America had invaded Iraq. Wait a minute, America doesn't do things like it's only Russia who invades, right? No, um, well, anyway, America had gone to help the Iraqi people by entering their country with troops and killing whoever got in their way. So, um, this uh, very highly intelligent, respected, philosophical leader of the Christian Conscious Movement, I happened to hear him say, we smashed them. In other words, the American army had gone into Iraq 
and defeated all their forces. Ha, 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 ha. They thought they'd defeated them. It wasn't so easy. But anyway, they'd more or less taken over. And I thought, what, what, what's he talking about? We, we, he identifies with the American people and the American military. We smashed them. This sounds like Dehatma Buddhi, identifying oneself with the body. I'll quote now, or I'll tell another little anecdote uh, from before that. This was in 1982. I happened to be living at that time uh, in the ISKCON temple in Calcutta. And also there was a few devotees from Argentina who had had to leave the country thanks to the government being very heavy and cracking down. And, well, we don't have to get into too much politics, but that was, uh, that was going on all over, especially the southern part of South America at that time. CIA-backed with the backing of the uh, American presidents, it was including nice Jimmy Carter, a whole program to undermine the growing Marxism in those countries. So uh, as a part of the political fallout, even though our devotees don't, are not supposed to be particularly into Marxism, uh, the Argentinian devotees had to leave the country. Anyway, that's not the anecdote. The anecdote, I was living in uh, Iskong Calcutta Temple at the time, and one of the devotees there was Kashi Mishra from Argentina. And in 1982, <clears throat> the Argentine military junta government uh, decided that the Falkland Islands, which they call the Malvinas, uh, which they claim as being Argentinian territory, it's about time we took them over. So from the British point of view, the, the Argentinian forces invaded the Falkland Islands. The British retaliated by sending in their navy and troops, and there was a fight for a few weeks, and eventually the British won. Do, 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 do. They drove out all those nasty Argentinians. Now, uh, yeah, Kashi Mishra is from Argentina. I'm from Britain. And the news came. And, uh, and after a few days of this going on, it just struck me. And I went to Kashi Mishra and I said to him jokingly, hey, we should be against each other because our, we're at war with each other. It had never occurred to us that we could have any enmity over the military actions of our governments. The thought hadn't come in our minds. <laughs> That's good. That means we weren't on the platform, at least at that time and in that instance, we weren't on the platform of Dehatma Buddhi, identifying the self as the body. In this regard, I'm going to read uh, something that our, our most merciful master Srila Prabhupada said, 
when he was on a morning walk on May the 29th, 1974, in Rome, Srila Prabhupada said, Everyone is a rascal, so we have to give them knowledge. The first basic principle of knowledge is that you are not this body. And they will never agree. They will not take this knowledge. They will stick to the principle, no, I am this body. I am American. I am Indian. I am a Brahmana. I am a Kshatriya. I am this. I am that. They will stick to that. So as soon as they stick to this principle, they are animals. The dog is also thinking like that. If I say to a dog, Mr. Dog, you are not this body, you are a soul. What will he understand? The same position of the so-called human society. If I say, you are not American, you are not Roman, you are spirit soul, he will not agree. So what is the difference between a dog and him? Is there any difference? The dog cannot understand. If I say, my dear dog, you are not this body, you are spirit soul. He will not be able to understand. And if I say to a gentleman, American or Indian or Roman, you are not this body, if he cannot understand, then where is the difference between the dog and the man? Yeah, but people are being killed in the Ukraine. We have to protest. It's wrong. It's bad. Yeah, it's not good. We're not saying it's good. We're not saying it's nice. But guess what? There are millions of animals being killed daily all over the world, including in Ukraine, including in Russia, including America, including in India. Who protests? Who will protest for the animals? Karma is coming around. In its very complex way, Sangsara Davanala, the forest fire of material existence. You kill, you will be killed. There are so many issues. Now we're getting all hot about what's going on in Ukraine. Yeah, and it is an issue, no doubt. But the underlying root of all problems is lack of Krishna consciousness because people think, I am this body. I, I want benefit for my body. I want benefit for my mind. I don't care if the animals are killed. I want to eat meat. The root of all problems is lack of Krishna consciousness. And the real problem we all face is repeated suffering in this material world, repeated birth, death, old age, and disease. Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu tells us Janma Shatak Kari Koro Para Upaka. Having attained human life, we should make our life meaningful by understanding actually who we are and cultivating Krishna consciousness and then trying to do good for others by distributing this knowledge of Krishna consciousness. Having said all that, of course, so many things can be said. There might be a time to be political. Uh, just like in Mayapur, we have so many devotees, uh, Indian devotees. So um, at least at the local level, our devotees constitute a significant voting block. And whoever our devotees vote for is likely to come into power. So that could be, should, could get some leverage out of that. I'm just giving this as an example. I, as far as I know, the devotees in Mayapur are not heavily politicized, but 
that's just an example. If we if our devotees become significant in numbers, then we could start to influence government policies. But at the present time, when by and large we're nowhere near that in our present situation in the world. So to get all worked up about politics, why? <laughs> we're not going to make any difference. We can have the strongest opinion we like if it doesn't make any any difference. The same with Russia and Ukraine. We don't. We're not saying it's trivial or it's nice, but hey, there are a lot of nasty things going on in the world. The real problem is lack of Krishna consciousness. That is the real, even an environmental problem also. Every problem is caused by lack of Krishna consciousness, and everything will come and go. Of course, it's said that the environmental problem could cause such severe problems that uh, life as we know it, major, they're saying, well, there are all kinds of speculations. It, it could trigger a new ice age, and there are all kinds of dire predictions, gloom and doom predictions. In the meantime, we have to go on chanting Hare Krishna, trying to spread Krishna consciousness, we should know that just like Bhaktivinoda Thakur wrote in the late 19th century about Britain fighting it out with Russia, and unless we are a professional historian, we haven't got a clue what he was talking about, about the demarcation of Afghanistan's border. We haven't got a clue what he's talking about. So in a hundred years' time from now, or say, 130 years from time from now, if we look at this, uh, then who will care about Russia invading Ukraine and this and that? And even in Ukraine, they'll, they'll be, quite likely there'll be some fighting for some time and then things will settle down and people will just go on with their life, just like the, the Soviet troops invaded Czechoslovakia in 1968 and they invaded and then... People had to get on with life. They weren't very happy that the Russian tanks were in this, were in their country. But you know, they still have to get up, go to work, and life goes on. So, don't take, don't don't ascribe undue importance to the ebb and tide, the, the flowing, this flowing in and flowing out, the tides of the material ocean. Understand that now we have a human birth, we should cultivate Krishna consciousness and not get too much involved, not immerse our consciousness in things which, in terms of eternity, have no actual importance, which means even now they don't have that much importance. Whoever wins the battle in Ukraine, whatever the consequences of it are, we have to chant Hare Krishna. And we shouldn't get too much involved this way or that way. It's, it's just a diversion for our mind. That's all. That's the general advice. Again, if you're in Ukraine, Whew, pretty tough. It's not going to be fun. 
Oh, you might be in Ukraine and the whole thing, but Russia might take over, this might happen, that might happen. It might not make that much difference to your life. For instance, if you're in a remote farm, might not make that much difference. If you're in a remote farm, which happens to be in the invasion line, then you're in trouble. Maybe. They might just go right past your farm and not bother you at all. It's very difficult to say, but why look for trouble? Already there's so much trouble in the world. Why get involved in others' problems when you can't do anything about it? Kindly consider. Hare Krishna. Mancha kalpa tarubhyascha kripa sindubhya evacha patita nam pavane bhyo vaishnave bhyo namo namaha dante nitaya chunakang padayone patya krit vacha kakushatameta raham bravimi he sadava sakala eva vihaya durat goranga chandra charne kuruta Parivadu tu jano yata tata va nanumokaro navayang vicharayamaha Hari rasa madira madati mata bhuvi vilutama nartama nirvishama Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare